This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and also to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now picture this. You're in your early 50s and you've been in your career for 25 years. You're successful and you mostly enjoy it. But there are days when the phone won't stop ringing and the emails are coming in so fast it's making you dizzy. On days like this, it's perfectly natural to sit back in your chair, close your eyes, and begin dreaming about early retirement. No phones, no email, just the beach, a paperback, and a cold drink. But here's a dose of reality. While early retirement may sound like a dream, there are plenty of things nobody tells you about. So during the show today, we're going to take a comprehensive look at early retirement and highlight some of the reasons you may not want to rush into your post-work life, including both financial and personal reasons. But before we get into that exciting topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Hey, how are you today, buddy? Oh, Albert, I am great and just... Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm kind of uh, lost right now. I'm just uh, thinking about imagining, you know, sitting on that beach with a book. It <laughs> uh, got me daydreaming a little bit, and that, that kind of uh, retirement makes me, I got a sound effect for that. <laughs> Love Magical. it. Magical. All right. Yes. Uh, but yeah, what a great topic you've got lined up. Uh, Albert, first, how have you been? Are you busy? I've been busy. Yes. Yes. Doing, doing well. Had a great weekend, uh, spent it with family and got to see a little Nora Jones concert. Oh, you saw and, Nora uh, Jones in concert? Yes. Oh, I love Nora Jones. How was that? Amphitheater outdoors. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. She, doesn't she have a great voice? Amazing. Isn't she? You, you, you cannot know that voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was great. Yeah. It was a great evening. So, uh, yeah, great weekend. How about you, Tony? How was your weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, last weekend I had a great weekend. Uh, it's been great. I, I actually, though, had to do a lot of yard work outside, and it was very <laughs> hot. So uh, my wife's like, isn't that beautiful? We cleared that hill, de-weeded, got those plants put in. Uh, we were out there for hours in the heat, and I said, yeah, and I only almost died three times of heat stroke and heart attack. So what a wonderful experience. No, I, I, there you go. I kid. It was, it was good for what ails me, that's for sure, to get out there and get a little, get my hands dirty and do some manual labor. I, I slept well, let's put it that way, that night. Good. That night. So, so where do you want to begin with this topic? Well, you know, an AARP article uh, 
10 things no one tells you about early retirement. Um, they actually have some great info that I'm eager to share with our audience today. So let's get right to it. The first thing to be aware of is that healthcare is expensive. Okay, okay, I'm sure right now you're rolling your eyes and saying, gee, thanks, pal. I had no idea healthcare is expensive. But, but while most of us logically know healthcare as we age is pricey, the numbers can often take your breath away. And don't forget that while Medicare provides some level of health care to, uh, let's say, more than 61 million Americans, you aren't eligible until you turn 65. And until you hit that important birthday, you'll need to find alternative coverage. So while the article notes that current law dictates health insurance can't exceed more than 8.3% of your income, there's probably still going to be like some sticker shock. For example, if you have a household income of $50,000, a mid-level healthcare plan is going to run you around $346 a month, which is $4,150 a year. Mm. Wow. So when I think about my family and my friends, I know uh, some of them have decided against early retirement because of health care costs. Uh, mm -hmm. My good friend and neighbor, Tom, he did that because uh, he's much older than his wife. Uh, if he retired, he could get Medicare, but his wife, who, who doesn't work, could not. And they had really good insurance. He worked for the state. So, but mm -hmm. the only way he could keep that is to stay working. So he literally worked out the costs and he couldn't afford to retire because of healthcare costs. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, in my experience, uh, Tony, when discussing early retirement with some of my clients, uh, the cost of healthcare is often what makes us mutually agree that, you know what, maybe early retirement probably uh, isn't the best move right now. Sure. Um, you know, and then next, you, you should note that early retirement may push you to begin eating into your nest egg earlier than you probably should. Right. And if you head into retirement before you turn 59 and a half, well, you may get dinged with a 10% early withdrawal penalty from tax deferred accounts like traditional IRAs and 401ks. Now, while there are some options for, let's say, assessing IRA money before you're 59 and a half, it is complicated and you should only attempt it with the help of a financial services professional. That's right. And I, we always stress that it's so important to work with uh, somebody who's a fiduciary and who's looking out mm -hmm. for your best interests. And Albert, I know you're always looking out for your clients' best interests and helping them uh, with their finances and to uh, maximize that dollar to make it last longer in retirement. Um, taxes play a role in this though, right? And we have to be aware of taxes if we retire early as well. Oh, big time. I mean, it's not what you make, it's what you get to spend, basically. Sure. You know, and unless you have a, a Roth IRA, which is funded with <clears throat> after-tax money, well, then you'll owe income taxes on the money you withdraw from traditional accounts that, well, you funded with pre-tax dollars. Now, let's say you withdraw $20,000 from your IRA before you're 59 and a half and are in the 15% federal tax bracket. Well, you'll be facing $5,000 in taxes and penalties, which means your $20,000 withdrawal is really only worth $15,000. Wow. Okay. So speaking personally, the idea of losing that much money to taxes and penalties, that's all the <laughs> inspiration I need to leave it right where it is until I can safely withdraw it. Like you say, most retirement <laughs> accounts like 401ks and traditional IRAs, 
uh, when you take that money out in retirement, it's all taxable, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and here's another thing. Early retirement also means you may lose out on the importance of compounding interest. You know, when you're saving as much as possible for retirement, time itself is often your biggest ally. And if you save $250 a month or let's say $3,000 a year between the ages of 25 and 55, well, you'll have roughly about $237,000 when you retire. Now, assuming you don't take withdrawals and earn an average of 6% each year in your investments, that's certainly a healthy return on your $90,000 contribution. However, let's say you work until you're 65 while continuing to save $250 a month. Well, in this case, you'd have about $464,000 saved. Why would it nearly double in the mere 10 years? Well, while the $30,000 in additional contributions uh, certainly matters, the real answer is the additional decade of interest you earn, and not only the principal, but on the interest on the interest that's being compounded for 40 years. Wow. I love it when you talk about compounding interest and give a great example of it like that, because I think it's one thing to understand the concept of compounding interest, but once you start hearing the numbers, it's a wow kind of moment. Oh, for sure. And remember, when considering early retirement, you also want to be prepared for a uh, retirement that may last a very long time. You know, a woman who retires at 55, well, will need her savings to last nearly 29 years on average compared to just over 20 years if she retires at 65. A man who retires at 55 will need his savings to last a tick over 25 years. But if he retires at 65, well, just needs to be, make it last just under 18 years on average. Oh, wow. Uh, do you have anything uh, you want to add for our listeners right now? Let them know how they can get a hold of you, Albert, to set up that complimentary consultation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listeners, you guys can visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com, or you can call my office at 586 752 7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. All right. Well, this has been a great discussion so far. During the first segment, you talked about how expensive healthcare is, the fallout of tapping into your nest egg too soon or hitting those retirement accounts uh, before you turn 60, and the loss of the compound interest uh, that you would make uh, if you stayed working a little longer. Uh, and the fact that uh, your retirement's going to last a long time. People are living longer and longer. It, it has the potential anyway to last up to 30 years. So uh, what do you have for us next? Well, we're going to stick with the AARP article, 10 Things No One Tells You About Early Retirement, because it has some more excellent insights that I'd like to share with our audience. Uh, in fact, the next of which is the fact that you're likely to spend a lot more than you probably expect. Now, typically during retirement, you'll be expected to spend around 80% of what you spent while you were working. Among other things, this is because you'll no longer be putting money into your retirement accounts. So commuting or paying Social Security payroll taxes is also things you won't be doing um, as you're earning, you know, no more earning income. But if you retire early, things may get murkier. You know, if you retire at a relatively young age, you'll be healthier and more energetic. And that means you may travel frequently and pick up new hobbies and all those things cost money. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everything costs money nowadays, right? Uh, <laughs> right? And let's not forget, speaking about costing money, inflation. It's mm. been, it's over 9%, they say. And, <laughs> you know, if inflation spikes when you're getting ready to retire, or especially during retirement, that can really take a bite out of your nest egg. So that's something to consider if you're planning on retiring early, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But remember, spikes in inflation is a great reminder that today's economic conditions are in no way a precursor to the kind of conditions you're going to be looking at five or 10 years down the road. And then next, if you're strongly considering early retirement, well, you need to give significant thought to what your housing situation will be. You know, I mean, basically while retiring without a mortgage is a goal for many soon-to-be retirees, the article points to an American financial or financing survey that found 44% of retired homeowners between the ages of 16 and 70 still had a mortgage, you know, and at that same time, even if you've managed to get out from under your mortgage before you retire, you still have plenty of housing costs in the years ahead. Maintenance, property taxes, and insurances um, are all expenses you'll need to adequately address when working on your strategy with your financial service professional. And then the article references a commonly held rule of thumb that homeowners should set aside 1% of their home's purchase price every year to cover repairs and replacement. That comes out to be about $3,500 annually on a $350,000 house. Yeah, there you go. Well, and that's that's amazing. And on previous shows, you've brought up the idea of maybe getting a part-time job during retirement, <laughs> uh, doing something you'll enjoy, right? Yeah, you know, I'm a big believer in working a little bit during retirement, as long as it's something you'll get a kick out of, you know. Sure. Uh, to me, the... The, the, the value of a part-time job is just as much about the social aspects as it is about the finances, you know. But with that said, that extra income isn't always easy to find. You know, according to the Employee Benefit Research Institute uh, study uh, referenced in the article, 74% of workers said they plan to work during retirement. But just 27% of retired respondents were doing so. So in my experience, many retirees don't end up working due to the large number of employers that require them to commit to a fixed schedule. Now, obviously, a fixed schedule is going to be unappealing to a lot of retirees who have spent years anticipating the freedom that comes with retirement. So in my opinion, it's important to work with a financial services professional who can help you paint a picture of your ideal retirement and who can then get to work helping you find the retirement income you need beyond Social Security to make it a real reality. Yeah, I'm firmly in the camp that says your financial strategy and eventual retirement are too important to figure out all on your own. Why, yes. why go it alone? It just makes sense to work with and rely on a financial services professional uh, and their experience. Yes, I agree 100%. Um, I mean, as you consider early retirement, you need to be sure to remember that retirement isn't going to leave you with a lot of time on your hands. You know, your typical work week was uh, probably 40 uh, hours minimum, and that means you'll now have 40 hours to fill with something. Boredom, loneliness, isolation, yeah. and overspending are all real dangers here. So before you retire, make sure you have a thorough list for how you're going to fill your days. Yeah, I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm not going to have any problem with that. 
Um, mm-hmm. And for the first year, you might not. But boy, six months to a year in, you'd be surprised that, hey, I can't golf every day or, you know, uh, right. work on or do one hobby that I've been wanting to do for every day, uh, you know, uh, all week long, 24 seven. So, uh, you know, I think retiring even at traditional ages can be hard on couples too, uh, you know, with spouses other than perhaps having children, retirement's probably the biggest transition they'll experience and that we experience in our lives. So um, I think this is this is a p- important, right? I mean, if one part of a couple retires early while the other person anticipates working for several more years, I imagine that could cause some hiccups, right? Yeah, you know, for sure. Uh, the article notes that you have to be patient yeah. with your spouse, you know, as you transition into retirement. It also explains that most retired couples don't look like the retired couples on, you know, the TV commercials, which I admit made me chuckle a bit because I've often thought the same thing. Um, You'll need to have a shared plan for things like spending, cooking, home projects, and yard work. And no matter how much you love and enjoy your partner, you shouldn't feel the need to be with them 24-7. And having your own hobbies and interests is healthy. Well, what are some of the key questions that we need to be asking ourselves or that need to be answered before someone retires early? Okay, well, I would recommend working with the financial service professionals to answer these questions. First, can I afford to stop working? Next, will I need a part-time job? And then how will I get health insurance? How will I fill my time? And lastly, are my partner and I in agreement on the plan. There you Are we go. On the same page? Yeah, that last one's really important. Just ask my wife. <laughs> you know what I tell most people is every six months, have a financial date night. There you, you oh, know, wow. It's just like a regular date. You can still have cocktails, but for the first 30 minutes, pull out all the financials of the household, pull all the financials for your future savings, go over it so you both know what's happening, and then enjoy your date. Have the cocktails before you pull out the finances. No. For sure. <laughs> so, well, uh, this is good. So what do you have for us next? Well, I'd like to continue today's retirement theme by looking closer at the concept of returning to work after you retire. Now, earlier in the show, we noted the financial and health benefits of working part-time after you leave your career. But let's broaden that a bit and just discuss some of the reasons why retirees return to the workforce even on a full-time basis. Now, another AARP article, Five Unexpected Reasons Retirees Are Returning to Work, provides a really essential perspective. Now, interestingly, the article explains that just about two years ago, the COVID-19 pandemic pushed many older workers into retirement. But now inflation and other life events are pushing them right back to work. While many of the people I work with have no expectations that they'll have to go back to work, the reality is there are some common reasons why they end up adjusting those expectations. Sure. I mean, the idea of being forced back to work by things out of your control, I'm sure that has plenty of people uh, sitting at attention. Oh, for sure. Um you know, and, and before I, I talk about the reasons why people go back, according to the article, let me just first explain to folks, when when you have your retirement strategy set up, there's really four phases of retirement. And the first phase is 10 years before retirement to where you're preparing and getting all your ducks in a row, you're excited. But the second phase is what we're talking about once you retire, rather early or um, in your 60s. 
that's the disoriented phase. It's everything's new, everything's different. Um, and this is when people make that decision within a year or two, should I stay retired or go back to work? Now, some of the reasons some folks are leaving full retirement and returning to work, well, number one is inflation. You know, as we explained earlier in the show, inflation is currently running at about uh, almost 9%, which means the average retiree spending power isn't what it was even a year ago. In fact, as of uh, well, April of this year, food prices has surged 10.8% year over year. Obviously, inflation is a rough go for all of us, but it's particularly challenging for retirees who are going to be on a fixed budget. Now, let's let's use an example. A mere 1% of inflation over two decades, based on, let's say, a $1,341 monthly income, will lead to a $34,406 reduction in buying power, according to the article. Now, expanding on that, if you use the same parameters and then apply our current 8.3% inflation rate, you're talking about a shortfall that well rises to a truly staggering $400,000, Tony. Wow. Okay. Uh, given that inflation hasn't been uh, an issue since the early 80s until now, <laughs> I think the last 12 months have really educated a lot of people out there on just how menacing it can be. I mean, we're looking at the highest inflation since 1981 right now. Right. And and add to that the stock market volatility. It's another reason some retirees are currently returning to the workforce. You know, during the heart of the pandemic, the market was extremely healthy, leaving some people flush enough to dedicate nice chunks of money to stocks, bonds, and, you know, other asset classes. Now, many retirement accounts hit marks high enough to allow some people to retire. But boy, oh boy, have things changed. Since the early days of this year, we've seen a combination of market volatility, increasing interest rate, and the aforementioned rising inflation. So this combination has led to 401k balances hitting south, which has scared some retirees back into the office. Mm. Well, yeah, I can imagine. And I certainly understand how they're feeling when you open your monthly 401k statement and you see it's heading in the wrong direction month after month. Well, yes. that's enough to make even the most stout-hearted person place a panic phone call to their financial services professional, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. And another reason, well, they are going back to work simply because, well, the nature of work itself has changed significantly because of the pandemic. So when COVID-19 was at its most dangerous, economic shutdowns forced countless companies to lock their doors and embrace remote work. That meant workers had to learn the ins and outs of Zoom, Slack, and a lot of other technologies. And once they got the basics down, wow, many of them found they liked working from home. And for some retirees, working from home actually provides an opportunity to earn a living without having to deal with the grinding daily commute or some of the other annoyances that come with office life. Yeah, well, there are those. And I'm <laughs> guessing a lot of uh, financial services professionals out there have been having conversations with their clients about how remote work may be the kind of thing that can alter both their financial and retirement strategy. That's that's absolutely right. I think there, Tony. Um, you know, changes to their uh, health care plan is well another reason some people return to work as well. You know, as of April, the cost of health care services has risen three and a half percent over last year. While that's not as severe as the inflation rate, it's certainly enough to make some folks sweat. And to manage those rising health care expenses, some retirees who 
aren't yet old enough to qualify for Medicare are returning to positions with employers that provide actual good health care coverage. There you go. Well, and as you've reminded our listeners a lot of times uh, over the years and on the shows, health care only continues to become more expensive as we age, correct? Correct, definitely. One final note, loneliness is the article's final common uh, reason people return to work. You know, as we chatted about earlier in the show about uh, when you retire, you you suddenly have 40 new hours to fill every week. Well, you know, if you're up to your eyeballs in work projects, the idea of 40 hours to do whatever you want would probably, you know, sound like a dream come true. But the reality is often very different, as you noted earlier. The article explains that about one-third of U.S. adults who are 45 or older report feeling lonely. Not only can loneliness affect your mental health, it can actually be detrimental to your physical health as well. So being around coworkers gives you an opportunity to talk about, you know, the latest buzzworthy and bingeable show on Netflix. Uh, Ultimately, whether you're working or not, socialization needs to be part of your retirement strategy. Yeah, it really should be. Well, this has been a good show. We're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go, Albert? If you have questions or concerns about your retirement time frame, I encourage you to visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Thanks, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.